Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Ditra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. If this is your first time visiting us, welcome, and I hope that you enjoy today's drink. I am drinking a health shot, guys. Um, I've been eating like a trash can for like the past couple of weeks. I mean, honestly, like months, but you know, y'all need to know all that about me. But anyway, It's time for me to get myself back under control. So my sister gave me the recipe for this shot and it's supposed to be magical. It has like a lot of uh, positive health benefits. It has lemon, ginger, turmeric, cayenne, black pepper, apple cider vinegar, and garlic. Um, I added a little bit of honey to it because that's how I do and I thought it might make it taste better. Sadly, the honey did not make it tastes better. It's not delicious, but hopefully it will have some delicious effects. Um, This magical elixir will cure everything from skin troubles to tummy troubles and a bunch of other things, according to the uh, a lot of people who follow this recipe, I guess. Um, Anyway, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Um, My one tip if you do decide to try it is the same thing my sister told me, and that's do it as a shot. This is not something you want to sip on. It's not an experience, okay? You take this bad boy to the head. Don't sip unless maybe you like the flavor, in which case, you know, by all means, go for it. Sip away. But if you're like me, you're definitely going to want to do this as sh- just finish it as quickly as possible. There's a little contact with the tongue as you can muster up. <laughs> so that's the drink of the week. And, you know, it has been a while, guys. Um, the last few weeks uh, were all about the Fan Expo in Philadelphia. Um, so it was a lot of the interviews and things that I got while I was there. And so it wasn't a lot of recording or getting to chat with you guys. But I do want to say one more time, um, Fan Expo Philadelphia, it was an amazing opportunity. And I really hope that you guys enjoyed all the shows. And maybe you'll join me at the convention next year. Who knows? You know, I definitely plan on covering the event again. Um, And, you know, maybe they might ask me to be a guest this time or I might have a table or something. I don't know. Who knows where Fictionary will be in a year's time, but I have big plans and hopefully, you know, we're moving in that area at that trajectory. So it'd be pretty cool. Anyway, I hope I'll see you guys there. Um, There's been a lot happening in the world and in life, and I feel sad because I haven't been able to talk about it at all with you. I haven't been able to talk story with you. So I'm just going to take a couple of minutes and do a little quick catch up. Um, so the first thing that I want to share with you is I've been working hard and I've got like pretty much everything set up. Our annual 100 words for 100 days challenge is coming up. Uh, you'll start to see this week and next week all the um, invitations, ads and everything um, to uh, invite people to join. Um, it's going to kick off on Monday, May 16th, and I'll be posting the daily challenges. They'll be available on TikTok. Facebook and Instagram. Um, so if you aren't already following Fictionary, then do it now because you can see the drink of the week and how to make it. And then also you'll be ready for the 100 words for 100 days challenge. Um, so this challenge is really special to me. It was actually the birth of Fictionary. Um, I'd wanted to start a podcast for like a really long time and I had a million ideas for what I could do, but I didn't really have any direction. So I kept putting it off or trying and it just never seemed to connect and then I participated in this microfiction writing competition 
fashion. And after doing it, I was like, oh, I really loved this and I wanted to challenge myself further. So I came up with the idea for the 100 words for 100 days challenge. And the rest as they say, although who they are, I'm not sure, but anyway. The rest, as they say, is history. Um, I started writing all of these stories and I wanted a way to uh, share them. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know what would be a great idea? This would be an awesome podcast. And that's how Fictionary got started. Um, So anyway, this is the second annual 100 Words for 100 Days Challenge. And I really hope that you guys will join me on the journey. It's a lot of fun. It's definitely challenging. And, you know, trying to write a story in only 100 words while also adhering to the given prompts really challenges you as a writer to A, write things that you never thought that you would write, and then B, to be more concise in how you say things. Um, So it's a really good practice, and I think that you'll enjoy it if you really uh, dedicate yourself to doing the 100-word stories for 100 days. And it doesn't take a long time. I mean, you know, when you first start out, you might feel a little bit more challenged to write the stories, and it may take you a little bit longer. But as you start to get your groove, you uh, find it's easy to just like... I don't want to say easy. That's an overstatement, a gross overstatement, but it becomes more natural for you and you find that you finish your story sometimes a lot faster. But then again, it also depends on the prompts because they're all randomized. Um, Sometimes they don't make any sense. So trying to find a story in things that don't make sense is also fun. So anyway, I hope that you guys will give the challenge a try. Again, follow me on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram because that's where I'll be posting the challenges. Um, So the other thing that I wanted to talk about today is that when this episode airs, so as you guys are listening, a very important hearing is going to be taking place. Um, The survivors of the Tulsa race massacre of 1921 are pursuing a lawsuit against the city and six others that participated in the massacre, I suppose. Um, And the lawsuit states that the massacre was a public nuisance and that nuisance is still in effect today. So if the judge rules in their favor, then this lawsuit will be able to move forward into discovery. Um, So we're really hoping, like I'm really hoping that it's not gonna get shut down at this stage. I hope that it'll be able to move forward. Um, Demario Solomon Simmons is an attorney for the survivors. And they said, we're asking for a declaration that this is indeed a public nuisance. We're asking for the judge to abate which means to fix. And, you know, it's crazy because I went to high school in Oklahoma and not for all four years, but just for a year. Um, And in my time there, I never learned about this event. Like I never heard about it in any of my history classes. I never learned about it. Um, I didn't learn about it until, and I went to an HBCU and I didn't learn about it there. I didn't learn about this until I was well into my adulthood. And it just disgusts me. It's disgusting to me the way that it was swept under the rug. Just like so many other attacks against black people in this country, people of color, anybody that's being otherized. And, you know, I just, I really hope, I sincerely hope that justice takes a positive step forward and that this lawsuit is going to be able to advance. It's been over a hundred years with no restitution or reparations for what happened. And, you know, if you don't know about the uh, Tulsa race massacre, just look it up, um, educate yourself because this is like a horrendous thing that happened. And, you know, there's still survivors and they don't have, you know, forever on this earth. So I hope for their sake that they'll be able to see 
that they matter, that this matters, that it's acknowledged what happened and, you know, for those lives that were lost and the the hope and the dreams that were destroyed and crushed during this uh, horrible event, you know, there's really nothing that can erase what happened. There's nothing that can bring back the lives that were lost or the time that was stolen, but hopefully this can be a starting point to healing. So... I'm really like all my thoughts and prayers and everything are going out to this. There's like a lot of other new stuff, but this is the one that really just like caught my heart and my attention um, because I just think about living with that, having been a survivor and knowing what happened to your community and to your family and your friends and fighting for so many years for justice and it constantly being ignored or, you know, swept under the rug and just it's time. It's way past time. So I hope that we can all have, you know, a brief moment of celebration tomorrow as the judge hopefully makes the correct ruling and rules in their favor and that the lawsuit will be able to move forward. And then, you know, we'll be rooting for that uh, to be able to advance in the way that it should and hopefully some restoration. They need they need uh, restitution for what happened. So here's fingers crossed, guys. Um, but you know, there is really a lot more to chat about. Um, but I think, you know, we don't want to over overwhelm just because I've been missing talking with you guys. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and I'm ready to get into our stories for today. It's been a while since we've done this too. Um, I don't know if you, like I said, if you're not following me on social media, follow me now, Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook. I've been posting videos of the stories and I've been having a lot of fun doing that. So check it out. Give me a like, a subscribe, you know, if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and get into our stories. Um, each story today is 100 words. I will give you the title. I'll give you the genre. I'll give you the action and the word or character that had to be included in the story. All right. So let's all sit back, relax and enjoy. Our first story for today is titled High Stakes. The genre is post-apocalyptic. The action is auctioning and the word is sun. Five G's, do I hear five G's? The weathered auctioneer spits, holding the coveted O-Dome high. The O-Dome is designed to protect an individual from the sun. Since the anomaly, you can't go topside without a suit, unless you want to be unalive. Problem is, only the wealthy and the military have access to these suits. I raise my hand, accepting the bid for five gallons of precious water. I know the price is high, but I am desperate. We won't survive much longer down here. The auctioneer calls again, but no one takes the insane bid. I've won. The end. Guys, I'm not going to lie. Like These post-apocalyptic stories be scaring me because just thinking about the things that become commodities, like we take for granted that we have water or, you know, for those of us that do, but, you know, there are people that struggle to find have clean drinking water available and it's hard for us to imagine living like that but the reality is that could be us soon if we keep moving in the direction that we're moving and I don't know even just like with global warming and the sun like they have to have special suits like sun I don't know just like blah that's how I feel about it all it just freaks me out because it's so possible and probable and likely that we're headed in these 
directions unless we do something different. And I don't know, as a collective, I don't know if we can get our stuff together. I hope we can. I really do. That's the theme of today's show, hope. But all right, we'll go ahead and get into our next story. Our second story for today is titled IDGAF. The genre is superhero. The action is testing a microphone. And the word is danger. I said a hip hop, the hippie. Stop screwing around, Equinox. This is serious. Lives are in danger. You ask me to test the mic and then give me shit when I do. Also, it's Captain Equinox to you, Howard. Rolling my lethal eyes beneath my dielectric glasses, I give PR Howard the finger and proceed with the live announcement. Attention, citizens of the world. This is Captain Equinox with an important message from President Schwarzenegger. Please vote November 7th or don't. We're all screwed anyway. Equinox out. Finished, I drop the mic and fly. I hear Howard yelling. I don't care. The end. So I guess I was in a mood when I was writing these stories because they all have a little bit of a negative undertone. But I do have hope, guys. The theme of the story of of today's show, hope. There is hope. And I don't know, you know. Captain Equinox is one of my favorite characters, and I have a few stories, uh, these 100-word microfiction stories that I've written uh, featuring Captain Equinox, and she is on a journey, and, you know, I guess maybe, like, rescuing people all the time and being a quote-unquote savior has finally gotten to her, uh, and she is acting out. She's sick of uh, playing a role, but I guess we'll see. Maybe there'll be more Captain Equinox to come. I don't know. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into our last story for today. Our final story for today is titled The Bulwark Heart. The genre is mystery. The action is groping something. And the word is window. Driven by survival, I desperately search for escape. Upon my victorious pilfering, a rhythmic sound began to pulsate through the house, shaking everything within. Clutching the stolen watch, I stumble downstairs and frantically grope along a wall. Pausing, I grip the ledge my seeking fingers have found. Opening the window, I deftly climb out. Blindly searching, I am alarmed at the tenebrosity of my surroundings. Ten minutes ago, it was dawn. Confused, I move forward. Feeling in front of me, I find a doorknob and turn it. I am back in the upstairs room where I stole the watch. The end. So guys, mystery is not my strongest genre, (laughs) but I kind of like this story. Um, It's a mystery. How did they wind up back in the room? What's going on? What is this watch? I don't know. Makes you scratch your head. Therefore, it's a mystery. You're welcome. (laughs) So I hope that you guys have enjoyed. I certainly have. I've missed this. I have missed... uh, chatting with you guys. I can't wait for next week. Uh, I think we'll have a couple of red flags and green flags for you. Um, Maybe a little ohm session. There's a couple of things that have been getting on my nerves. Um, So we shall see. Uh, Oh, and then I want to talk to you guys about a book club that me and my friends started. It's so fun. Um, But anyways, 
I will see you guys next week. Until then, uh, make sure to follow, like, and subscribe. Uh, Give us ratings wherever you listen to Fictionary. Um, Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, um, whatever social media platforms you use. Please follow us and give us some thumbs up. Um, I appreciate it. It definitely helps out. Um, But anyway, I will see you guys next week. And until next time, keep on reading.